0: Last time on Bliss Fully Aware. Also, I just don't want to talk about Antis next time. I can't do it three weeks in a row. Let's talk something. WandaVision is happening. WandaVision's a meme. I want something fun, fandom.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Bliss Fully Aware, the show in which three opinionated people discuss what's going on in fandom and nerd news in general. I am Bliss, and as always, I am joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Kelsey and Kendra.
0: Hello. Hi. I'm very tired today. It's okay. (laughs) It's one of those days.
1: So y'all, we we have a fun one this week. We were due. Hooray! (laughs) Good news? Um, normal nerd
0: news. I thought we'd talk about WandaVision, right? We wanted to talk about WandaVision. Let's talk about WandaVision, because I just need something that isn't about aunties or people being harassed into suicide or people having their lives ruined over porn. Just for me, personally, I need that.
1: I need a break, too. I mean, this podcast wasn't meant to be about aunties. It's very hard to separate them these days. But we are doing that this week. God damn it. (laughs) Sounds good. So, WandaVision, the Disney Plus Marvel show. Do you guys watch it? No, mm-hmm. I've watched the memes. The memes are pretty good. They're a little... I mean, in the way that memes are, they're just a little... Uh... Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into it.
0: Yes, please do. Because I, I actually know quite a lot about like the comic book characters of Wanda and the Vision. And... They're, like, comic book narratives, and I'm interested to see how they got translated into the TV format. I think it's weird that, like, Marvel is, like, pivoting to television shows instead of movies. I don't know what to make of that. But, like, WandaVision seemed to do, like, better than expected, I think.
1: Well, it was supposed to come out fourth in the lineup of what was meant to be in 2020, right? It was supposed to be... Black Widow's movie, Winter Soldier and Falcon, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then The Eternals. Then it was going to be WandaVision. And then Loki. And then Loki. Okay. So they shook it up, and I think choosing WandaVision, I think because it was, you know, finished, it was more convenient for them to release. Mm -hmm. I think it was fairly weak for the first. Marvel, Disney Plus TV show. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, it was very good, but, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, and it seems like it's the odd duck of the of the group, for sure. Like, nobody's favorite characters. Let's put them in a TV <laughs> show uh, on a weird genre-bending TV show at that that's a little bit meta and full of references and just shove it out the door. Like... Again, I love, I love Wanda Maximov especially as a character, and so I think, yeah, Wanda, Wanda and Vision are interesting characters, but in as far as the Marvel cinematic universe is concerned, they have been severely underdeveloped and underutilized. So I was very, oh, yeah. I was very surprised, A, that they were going to get any, like, headlining material of their own, and then B, that Surprise, you get this one first now mm-hmm. and And it's not really a superhero show. it's It's basically like a like a deconstructive sitcom romance thing
2: it
1: is. but it ends on a superhero note, which I, I think yes. because it was episodic and because it was that deconstructed sitcom reference backstory kind of story going in, everybody forgot it was superheroes.
0: Yeah, I I noticed that reaction a lot. Which, like, to me, I love. Like, because I could absolutely watch, like, a full-on Office-style sitcom or something of just the Avengers going to work and, like, the daily minutiae of their boring lives. Yep. Like, not everything has to be... (laughs) Like, I think that stuff is great for, like, small character moments. I
2: I wrote that fic.
0: And, like, a lot of, like what makes these characters not just weirdos in suits fighting crime. And so, yeah, I could totally watch a whole season of just, like, Wanda and Vision just having weird domestic adventures, or, like, I don't know what the Winter Soldier... Winter Soldier and the Falcon looks like it's aiming to be, like, a buddy cop-style show, which I think is genius. Like, I think is exactly what it calls for. Especially after, like, the... World-ending drama of Endgame, mm-hmm. and fucking who knows what Loki's going to be. Loki is going to be Tom Hillston hamming it up for twenty minutes per every episode week. in a different costume every week. Yep. Yeah,
2: and it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. A, yeah, I'm probably.
0: Shit. It looks like it's going to be a
1: romp. I'm excited now that the full seasons come out. I was a little worried because they released the first two episodes together and it was slow and I felt it was a little weak. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure where the series was supposed to go aside from just a bunch of Easter eggs, which as a huge fan of Wanda and the Vision, I enjoyed. I just didn't see how it was going to make a full season of TV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the story starts happening, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was exciting yeah well and okay spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched it doesn't want to find out this yeah you've been warned so you start to notice things are wrong they start like creeping up being wrong and you're like why is this happening but each episode has a fun different sitcom take which is just all of it all the stupid references and easter eggs and like shot recreations there's this Shot in the end uh, where they're recreating that moment in Fight Club where Edward Norton is standing with Helena Bonnet Carter and they're looking at the window Yay! and the whole city's collapsing. Yeah, the last shot. Yeah, and they like hold hands. They do this beautiful last, uh, it's not the last shot, but it's the last shot with Vision in it because he, he do be dead. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: And it was fun. They brought in white Vision, which is something I was hoping for. And they introduced Billy and Tommy, their sons, Uh which I was also hoping for. So I got a lot out of this uh, show that I wasn't actively expecting to get.
0: A lot of straight up just fan service, Uh which I think if you're making a television show about two lesser known superheroes, you have to. Who else is watching it, man?
1: (laughs) Well, and it's interesting because in that fan service, they introduced agatha Harkness. Harkness. i saw and um a lot of people didn't realize that scarlet witch and the marvel universe just straight up has witches and
0: magic yes uh-huh. like for real yeah <laughs> and and an yeah. actual devil who makes a deal with spider-man yeah yeah he sure do. Just the real <laughs> no kidding devil yeah That was a fucking weird Even though yeah, even though the MCU has been around now for ten years, a little over ten years, it's stunning to me how how much people don't realize how stupid comic books are. Yeah,
2: guys, comic books are so dumb. Yes. So dumb.
0: And inconsistent, and just... It's like going through a garbage heap and every once in a while you find a diamond. Yeah. Like a real diamond (laughs) that you can hold in your hands. And sometimes you just find garbage that you're like, you know what?
2: I like this garbage.
0: Yeah, and sometimes you find an old (laughs) beat-up teddy bear and you're like, oh, but I could love him. Yeah. Yeah. If there is
1: a garbage teddy bear in this show, it's absolutely Randall Park's character yeah, Jimmy Woo. He's
0: yeah, so cute. I really he's do. So cute. I love Randall Park as an actor. Actually, I and love so, him so. Much. I was so happy when I when he like showed up in Ant Man and the Wasp. You're so cute. and am mm-hmm. happy that they are they are utilizing this character because. He's so cute. Boy, are there no Asian people in Marvel movies at all. No, there aren't. No. (laughs) No, there aren't, but... So, at least we got
2: one. We got one. And it's Randall Park, who's really handsome and adorable. Well, and fucking good for Randall Park. uh,
1: He's one of the few actors that's pulled the both DC and Marvel card. Oh, Oh, really? What is he in DC? He plays... Stephen Shin, Dr. Stephen Shin in Aquaman.
0: Oh. Oh, that sentence is meaningless to me. It's a very minor role. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to
1: me,
2: but I did also want to watch. I wanted to watch Aquaman because, you know, nobody's that gay. And. Jason Momoa.
0: Yes, but... purely purely for Jason Momoa being shirtless for most of the film. Yeah, but do, I also... We, we have a friend who loves Aquaman and really liked the movie Aquaman. Yeah, he's I enjoyed it.
2: straight, apparently.
0: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, We're jumping around a lot. I thought we were gonna, like, do you want to talk about, like, the plot, or...
1: Oh, uh, you're right, we are jumping around a lot. I just got really excited about WandaVision again. Okay. Let me set the stage. We start off first two episodes just establishing. Oh, it's Wanda and Vision. They just moved to this fancy neighborhood in uh, the town of Westview, New Jersey. Really? And very I love Lucy, black and white. It, it was very well thought out. And I know that in part that's because they brought in Dick Van Dyke Yay. to consult on how to achieve that mm-hmm. sort of golden era of sitcom I love Dick
2: Van Dyke. feel.
1: So all the references to that era of film was very reverent. And all the tiny Easter eggs they stuck in the episode were just, they were fun. But the first two episodes were really fucking slow. (laughs) It was just them hanging out, meeting their neighbors, pretending Mm. to be normal people and not superheroes. And then you get a couple just sort of hints that there's something wrong like Wanda hears her name called through a radio and a red-colored helicopter falls in her hedge and you're like, oh, shit, something's happening here. Yeah, this beekeeper guy in one of those big old beekeeper suits comes out and he's surrounded by a swarm of bees. He crawls out of the sewers. Mm. Oh, sure. And he looks at them. It's in the middle of the night. They're staying in the front yard. This happens directly in front of them. And Wanda just says, no. And rewinds, and then that just doesn't happen.
0: Oh, girl, save. Oh, honey. Uh, that's the real superpower. That's, that's the superhero fantasy right there. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> just, no. Just rewind it. Uh, no. Go back. Go back. Undo. Nope. Ugh. Yeah, this, this show was written by women. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, moving forward... There's a lot of uh, a lot more instances of something weird happening, and Vision starts to slowly catch on that there's something strange happening. He doesn't address it for a while, which I think uh, was but. also you know a fun choice. He he's a robot, you know, he feels, mm-hmm. I mean- but he is a man made out of metal. So yeah. They reference a stupid amount of sitcoms. They reference Malcolm in the Middle, that was their 90s era sitcom. Fun. I loved that choice. There was uh fuck, what was the one with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen? Full House. Full House. That's when um uh Evan Peters, fucking I've already forgotten his name. That's how much I don't care about the X-Men
2: movies. Evan yes. Peters.
0: It's Evan, Evan Peters. Peters fucking x-men movie quicksilver the vastly inferior quicksilver (laughs) i love evan peters i
2: did not care for i even okay i even liked how he did quicksilver in the x-men yes it's just that it was a really bad wig it was a terrible wig and (laughs) like they didn't even try to have a wanda so that was weird yeah i mean that's fair I thought that Evan Peters did a good job, because he's, he's funny and he's cute. I just, I preferred, I preferred the other Quicksilver, and then yeah. I killed him.
0: <laughs> Andrew was... Taylor Johnson.
2: Yeah, he's handsome, and he had a better hairstyle. He did.
0: He had a better character design in general. Yeah, says he did. Me. I also really hate That they Peter. anglicized
2: his name. <laughs> yeah. I really hate that. I didn't like it.
1: Well, they didn't have the rights to it after Disney. After that whole Peter Pietro who gets to have Scarlet Witch. That's
0: a good point, yeah. I still don't really know like the legal details of who actually owns the copyright of the X-Men now. <laughs> yeah. I legitimately have no idea. I used to, and then this deal happened, and I no longer know, and it's it's not important to me anymore.
1: <laughs> I
2: just don't care,
1: man. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, if it's not Disney, it will be soon enough, because...
0: They're just gonna own everything.
1: Yeah, they want it all, man. But so, back to the story. Right,
0: right, go ahead.
1: Wanda magics apropos of nothing, her having children. She's pregnant and then she gives uh-huh. birth within like 24 hours of becoming pregnant magically. Mood. And Monica Rambo is the one to help deliver her babies. And as she's looking down at her twins, she's talking about Pietro. And this is sort of one of the very few times she actually acknowledges she had a brother that died leading up until the series, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They don't let Wanda talk about how sad she is until the TV series.
0: No, I don't no. think I don't think anyone mentioned Pietro after Ultron ever again. I think there's a moment in Civil War. Possibly, I don't remember. It. I don't remember,
2: but I do know that Clint named his secret baby after Pietro. His secret baby? Yeah, his secret wife with this secret
0: baby. Well, yeah, but that's in Ultron that happens. Yeah, I
2: know, but, like, I'm assuming that that His child... wife is
0: pregnant and she gives birth in Ultron.
2: Yes, but I'm assuming that the child still exists. Okay.
0: So, Monica remembers Pietro, which she's not
1: supposed to. Nobody is supposed to know anything outside of this blissful sitcom world that Wanda has inadvertently created. And right, so right. when Wanda says to Monica, you know, I had a twin brother, Pietro, Monica says he died in Sokovia. And all uh-huh. of a sudden Wanda's like, who the fuck are you? Get out of my house. Get out of my hex. Get out of my town. And just like,
0: get out of my trauma bubble. Fucking, <laughs> and I
1: hate this, but she yeets her all the way out of West Oh Virginia, no. Just straight up through the walls, all the way across town, and flying outside of her little bubble. Oh no. And that's when you establish who Monica Rambo is. And, what's happening outside of the walls of this town that there are like grander implications to what you're Mm -hmm. watching Mm -hmm. so wanda has essentially been broadcasting her life in sitcom form outside of the bubble and darcy who shows up with shield not shield with a sword yes Mm -hmm. she shows up with sword and figures out oh hey there's a tv signal underneath here They get her a TV and it's just the first two episodes. And so they're sitting here trying to pick apart all these characters, quote unquote, the background characters as missing people. Uh It's really interesting. There's what's happening outside of the bubble and there's what's happening inside the bubble. And Wanda comes out eventually and like tells Sword to fuck off because this is her bubble. This is, she's got it all under control. She doesn't want anybody there. Right, right, okay. Goes back inside her bubble. Yeah, okay. So that's when... Evan Peters shows up as what you're supposed to believe is Pietro. It doesn't end up being Pietro. And I know that a lot of people were really excited for him to somehow multiverse fold in the X-Men. That did not make sense. Just from a writing point in what you know of the universe so far they've like just barely established that the multiverse is a thing they're not going to start explaining the multiverse in a disney plus subscription show exclusive Uh when they have multiverse of madness dr strange movie in the lineup and they've already established that they're going to address the multiverse in spider-man movies i hated the decision to bring him on as pietro i get that it was a joke i still don't like it
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm green. I was just kind of like, "Oh, Yeah. Like, I know they wanted something to tease, and it, it was just kind of like sad trombone noise. Like, wah, wah. Well, and he, his character even ends up
1: being Ralph Boner, which everybody thinks is hilarious, but was actually just a reference to the character Boner from um, Growing Pains. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, the director, his first acting role was on Growing Pains. It was a reference to Growing Pains. Right, right. Aww. At this point, we've got Billy and Tommy, her sons. Vision's starting to get curious. It's set at Halloween. Pietro's there. This is when you find out that Billy and Tommy both have powers. Yes, And that happens very, like, they just start having powers and using them. And Wanda's very much like, oh, well take your brother with you. <laughs> <laughs> like it's never addressed as something Aww. she's concerned about or, you know, the implications of a child having these powers or anything. She's just very, I get, she's going through grief and it's not on the top of her, you know, priority list, <laughs> but it's uh-huh, always just sort yeah. of addressed like,
0: Oh, well kids have powers. Yeah. I mean, she's just compartmentalizing. Yeah. This shit. And again, girls same.
1: As the show progresses struggles more and more with a lot of those nope moments and keeps trying to rewind things and like rewind out of a fight with Vision and he finally wises up and he's just like what aren't you telling me where are all the children in this town like there are no children in this town. Except for ours. <laughs> and I just saw my neighbor using a hedge cutter to cut through our brick wall. Because he was just like glitched yeah, out.
0: Oh I do all the, all the NPCs are starting to, <sighs> to come undone. Yeah.
1: Her neighbor Agatha shows up and is very helpful with the kids. And completely unfazed by the fact that they keep aging themselves mm-hmm. up. Which is weird uh-huh. for Vision. That was another big clue for him that there was something going on. And then finally she has the sit down moment with Pietro. Who was his... The fact that he's a different person was explained away as, well, you know, I look different because you're going through some stuff. Oh, okay. But I'm your brother. Tell me things. Tell me how all this happened. Because I'm not your husband. Oh. Which just another fun incestuous twin thing happening. Their characters yeah, are right, weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean they just they just did that shit in the Ultimates comics. They did. Mm-hmm. They just straight up boned down before Jamie and Cersei were a were a twinkle in HBO's eye. Because <laughs> fuck you,
2: that's why.
1: <laughs> well and even her kids reflect her power and her brother's power.
2: Yeah. Sorry, Vision. So just saying <laughs> <laughs> they sure did that, baby. I feel like Vision is like totally cool with it. Like
1: Yeah, I expected this series to be more referential of the current or most recent comics, so like Vision's family storyline and Scarlet Witch's witches' rope—that's what it's called. Mm. Right. So I was expecting a lot of more current references with like some older Easter eggs for fan service. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't that. It was very House of M, uh, leading into. Mm. a lot of foreshadowing for the children's crusade which is a whole separate thing Mm -hmm.
2: right i think that's on purpose though because they know that everyone who's gonna read the comics has read those comics
1: house of m is a big one house of m is one that if you are gonna read a comic book about a character you don't know start with something that involves comic book characters you do know everybody comes together Has a bad time. Yeah, Wanda loses her mind for a while. It's a bad time.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it.
1: (laughs) House of M is pretty great. So yeah, once Vision finds out that he's living in an illusion, he breaks out of the hex and he like starts disintegrating on the outside of the hex. Like he goes out there and like giant chunks of him are falling off, and he gets. Oh. Pulled back into the hex because Wanda expands it. Right. She ends up absorbing a lot of Sword, and they all turn into clowns in this like circus on the outskirts of town. Mm-hmm. Modern Family is the current sitcom that they reference. That's funny. The, uh, the aughts sitcom, as it were, which I thought was clever. Modern Family is widespread enough for people to catch the reference or at least understand that it's the now times. Yes.
0: Yeah, well, even then, like, the, the mockumentary format is sort of done. Mm-hmm. Modern Family is really, like, the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the hex is bigger.
1: Most of S.W.O.R.D. has gotten absorbed. You find out that Wanda's in control of everything. You find out that the head of S.W.O.R.D. kind of fucked Wanda over. And you find out that he basically... Who's he? I'm backing up and I'm gonna tell you. <laughs>
2: Oh, she's rewinding.
1: Yeah, I just straight up noped us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you did.
1: So the head of S.W.O.R.D., Monica Rambo's boss, he's the one that sends her out to the hex, and that's how she gets absorbed into the hex. Okay. And so all of S.W.O.R.D. shows up to respond, right? Like, oh, our agent got absorbed into this magic bubble. And it seems like he's super, like, the good guy, right? He's come, he's set up this giant military operation, Randall Parks running around being a cool FBI guy and making jokes. Mm -hmm. So Director Hayward, you eventually find out actually traumatized Wanda to the point of breaking her, essentially. How? When? Well, so she shows up at SWORD headquarters before the whole thing with the hex happens. And she says, I would like Vision's body. I would like to go and bury him and grieve. And he says, well, that's like billions of dollars worth of vibranium and modern technology that I can't just have you put in the ground. So you can look at him, but that's all I'm going to do for you. He's this office, right, with this huge, like, entire wall window. And then just below it, you're looking at the body of Vision, like, completely ripped apart. And they're actively dissecting him as he's showing her this. Oh,
0: my God.
2: Oh, (laughs) boy. Oh, boy.
0: Visual storytelling. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Yeah, well, it was just so they could have the like the transition. I get that, but yes, having the director's office overlook the like autopsy slash hangar room is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I enjoyed that. It was
1: it was a fun moment. So she freaks out and she leaves. Uh huh. And Hayward had established to everybody else like, oh, you know, she. F- freaked out and she took the vision's body and left women and that's not what she did no yeah <laughs> you know how they be mm-hmm. uh she didn't take his body though he had kept the body and created white vision okay which is a recreation of vision's body without any of his memories or the mind stone it's just a sentient weapon is what he calls it yes so he's blaming wanda for vision right as an excuse to hide the fact that he's creating the sentient weapon. Well, at the same time that you're finding this out and finding out that this is what finally drove her to break. Uh huh. Back in the Hex, Wanda is hanging out with her neighbor, Agnes. And Agnes takes her into the basement and is just like, hey, check out my cool basement. It's super weird. It's full of like all these runes on the walls and vines and it's misty down here. And by the way, I'm a
0: witch. Okay. <laughs> it oh. was very cheesy but fun. <laughs> yes, a lot a lot of plot information to get through very swiftly mm-hmm. in a big hand yeah. sort of way. So, Agatha exposes herself as
1: a witch and, you know, I'm not Agnes, I'm Agatha Harkness and I am a witch from Salem times <laughs> and I killed my whole coven to absorb all their powers and this is all totally fine and cool. And I want to know how you have so much power to do all this because I want it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you on a trip down memory lane to relive all your traumas.
0: Hooray. Some witch regression therapy. Mm. Yeah.
1: So you go back to their childhood. The reason that it's all been sitcoms is because, like most... Well, not most, but a lot of countries use American TV as a way to practice English.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So her parents had this like secret stash of American sitcoms Aww. that they would put on every night. They'd pick an episode, sit down Same. as a family and watch TV. Super cute. Then the bomb went off Aww. and they're all stuck under yes. the rubble. Yes. Very yes. sad. Wanda and Pietro are trapped under the rubble staring at the Stark bomb going off or waiting for it to go off. And Agatha says, oh, you see, it didn't go off because you cast a spell on it without thinking about it. And then you move forward to how they got their powers with the Mind Stone and then all of a sudden Pietro's dead because Ultron happens.
2: Hooray!
1: And you go through each of her little traumas, right? (laughs)
2: Little traumas.
1: You build up to this point where she's sitting watching another sitcom in a room in the compound, the Avengers compound. And Vision comes into a room and sits down with her. And he's trying to understand <laughs> feelings. Oh. And empathize with her because her brother's dead and she's alone and he's weird and she's weird. So he's trying to understand where she's at. And they have this conversation about what grief is. And she's just like, I don't want to talk about my brother. That fucking didn't happen. We're never addressing it. Cool.
0: Big same, girl. Uh.
1: And they have that the line (laughs) that gets memed is... What is grief if not love persevering?
0: Yes. Right. Okay, I just gotta say, like, the half-life of memes now is so short between Mm -hmm. being sincere and ironic. Because for, like, the first half of the day after that episode aired or was released or whatever, I saw a lot of people genuinely celebrating that line. And yeah. thinking that it was a great expression of grief and how, how to handle one's grief and how to conceptualize one's grief and, you know, adulating the show for being more about this woman and her trauma than about the pew-pews. Uh-huh. And then, like, <laughs> almost like within an hour, just straight up like, was fully memed into, like, oh, this is dumb, women having feelings is dumb, like, what is cheese, if not milk, preserving? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. That was the one I saw, which actually gave me a good laugh, but...
2: The one that I saw that gave me a good laugh is, what is fanfiction, if not denial, preserving? And I was like, that's fair.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, like, and that's the thing, like, some of the memes were obviously coming from a place of sincerity and enjoyment, and some of them were obviously not. But it was just, it was kind of sad that, like, man, if you were, like, a day late, you didn't get to enjoy that line.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, that's a little bit of a sensitive, a sore spot for me, is people, like, not. Allowing people to have grief in the way that they want. So like when people were like, "This line is meaningful to me," and then everybody else was like, "Ha ha, fuck you!" I was like, "Wow, that's rude."
0: Yeah, fuck you for resonating (laughs) with a Disney Plus superhero show or whatever. Like, 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 (laughs) man, things things can't also contain genuine artistry if they are owned by corporate conglomerates or something. I I still
2: cry every time I watch Lilo and Stitch. So fuck you. (sighs)
1: I could tell uh, who had never really experienced grief in the way that they memed.
0: They, yeah, because yeah. even like I think I I think the line is very nice. Again, it's not my exact experience of grief, but it is it is a poignant and tender look at how to deal with the emotions one has after bereavement and to see it in a superhero show between a spooky witch and a robot was kind Mm -hmm. of the stuff I love most about superhero media. Mm -hmm. It's about taking these outrageous cartoonish larger than life characters and putting them into wild outrageous circumstances that us mere mortals can't ever experience and seeing what kind of high melodramatic emotion comes out of that. And for, you know, the Pinocchio just wants to be a real boy guy trying to learn about what grief is. I think that was a very poignant line and a good character moment and some mm-hmm. good writing and and so on and so forth. So, and yeah, it's also telling to me how much this series is resonating with basically the non-dude bros. Mm-hmm. Like non-sizhet men yeah are are really loving this series. This series was not made for them. <laughs> no, like no. for women and for you know, in a smaller, like not quite as explicitly, but still in a way that resonates with like queer people and gender nonconforming people, nonbinary people. Uh-huh. It's grief of the people who are often overlooked. yes. <laughs> Yeah and so you can you can finish your your story summary but I do have a question for you after after that is done in in reference to that.
1: Well, what's the question? Because essentially where we're at in the story is then we have superhero fight.
0: Okay, yes. I mean you got to have one. <laughs> yeah, you got to have one. Yeah. Because Agatha, yeah, is a is the old witch. Uh basically um the one criticism that I've seen of the show that I think has some merit is the sort of de-Jewing of Wanda? I don't know what the word is. <laughs> but but er- erasing <laughs> erasing her Jewish identity. Because, yes, in the comic books, she and Pietro are, are Jewish. Depending on who the author of a given run is, that is... Either forgotten entirely, mm-hmm. or treated a little tokenishly, yeah. and then every once in a while, yeah. it's depicted with some sensitivity and nuance. There's like
2: one, there's a panel in like an Ultimates, I think, where they're at a Christmas party, and Pietro and Wanda have like Hanukkah sweaters on, oh. and everybody else has Christmas <laughs> sweaters. And like, I just remember looking at that page
0: and being like, "Good try." <laughs> Y'all did it. So yes, from what I understand, they have not like denied or like claimed outright that she's not Jewish. They just sort of haven't mentioned it.
1: They haven't. If you pay attention, which it's not hard to notice, between Ultron and then into Civil War and moving forward, she loses her Eastern European accent.
0: Yeah. We did notice that. And
1: in the show, it comes and goes. (laughs) Just straight up, mm-hmm. oh. like, her talking to Pietro, she has moments where she's using her accent, and moments where she's not, and then at the very end she uses it before she, like, flies off. And they sort of oh, address, like, like, oh, your accent's kind of, like, they kind of retcon the fact that her accent's not there. Is not permanent mm. all the time, yeah. She also doesn't explicitly look Jewish, which I don't love that term because there's the stereotypical look of Jewish and what people consider Jewish to look An like Ashkenazi persons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh not all Jews look that way. <laughs> I don't. My family's Sephardic, so <gasps> but that's okay. <laughs> they don't ever address it. Well, okay. So, they give her a new costume at the end of the series when she's like fully mm-hmm. scarlet witched herself. She has her fancy little, you know, Circlet, crown, face thingy. Face mask thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. her hair is suddenly very kinky, textured, wavy, and, mm-hmm. like, noticeably thicker <laughs> than... Suddenly curly yeah, again. Yeah, like, she hasn't had that hair at all in any of the movies. So I I understand mm-hmm. that they were referencing the way her hair looks 90% of the time. In comics, she usually has very big dark curly hair Uh I hated it I think it looked really bad was poorly executed by uh, (laughs) I mean talk about bad wigs (laughs) I also hate her entire ending costume I think it's ugly (laughs) I actually quite liked it well I get that they're referencing her most recent comic look like I understand where it's coming from I just don't like it I think it's ugly
0: (laughs) and that's okay that's totally fine I get why other people like it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I also, yeah, I, WandaVision is one of those costumes that's kind of hard to update Mm -hmm. because it's just so campy. It is. It's just, you got a big, like, horned devil mask (laughs) face thing, then you got a scarlet leotard Uh. with a, with a darker opaque leotard (laughs) on top of it and a cape. Like it's kinda like Superman. It's really hard to update it because it's just full camp. Yeah. Which I get. I get that the reason they don't have masks and helmets in the movies is because actors act with their face. Mm -hmm. And to cover up the actor's face is usually a bad move when you're making a movie. That's fine. But yeah, the weirdest one to me was Vision who is not like born with a cape, then just kind of decides he wants to have one. Fucking mood. <laughs>
1: Doesn't he decide one based on like looking at Thor? Doesn't he
0: look at Thor and then he's like, Cape? I, <laughs> yeah, I think actually so. It's been a while since I've seen Ultron because it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like I think the, you're right though. The thing about Ultron that really bothers me as a film is that there are parts and moments of it that I really actually quite like. It's just all built around this very bad narrative. Again, the parts that I like are usually the small character moments like that, like mm-hmm. seeing who can pick up Thor's hammer and stuff. Like, I love that shit.
1: Now, Ultron breaks my heart because Ultron's also one of my favorite villains,
0: so that one was mm-hmm. personal. <laughs> And James Spader, James Spader as the evil James daddy robot. James Spader as oh. an evil
2: robot did it
0: for me. <laughs> oh, man. darling. Yeah, it, it made it made no goddamn sense. Well, just an AI is released into the internet and is on the internet for five minutes and decides all of people have to die. I don't know what you're talking about. That makes perfect sense. No, no, it but, makes oh. sense. I just wish they'd leaned into it.
1: They had that experiment with the actual AI that became a Nazi after like a
0: day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. A a comically short amount of time.
2: I do, though, like, my biggest issue with Ultron, aside from the fact that it was bad, was that Hank Pym didn't make it. Oh, yeah. Like, it didn't make a lot of sense for Tony Tony to to make make Ultron.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: they were like, he also builds stuff, let's just have him do it. And I was like, but that's not the kind of way that Tony handles his... His traumas trauma. or, his, or his needs, or his emotions.
0: And I think we just have to point out, flat out, the worst thing about Ultron is the strange Bruce Natasha romance attempt. Oh, that was so bad. attempt. That's stupid. Yeah. That mercifully, they
2: they never mention again. <laughs> yeah, they just drop that one like a hot rock. Uh, Probably because everybody was like, what the what fuck the is this fuck? shit? Yeah.
0: Because like, here's the thing. I get what they... Actually, I don't get. The thing that would make sense for me, for these two characters, is that in The Avengers, the first one, in the film, it's shown, it's demonstrated that A, Natasha's pretty fearless. You know, as a character, she goes, like, toe-to-toe with Loki and plays him like a fiddle by pretending to be intimidated by him, basically. Mm -hmm. And contrasts that with her actual genuine terror of Bruce as the Hulk. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that is the, I think the first thing in the, like, three films she's been in at that point that actually frightens her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it is established that she is truly, no kidding, pants shittingly terrified of the Hulk. And, like, it would make sense for them to learn how to be teammates with one another and, like, grow to maybe understand one another's traumas, one another's histories, and, like, work together as friends, as teammates, but the romance just is odd and doesn't make sense. And at the beginning of Ultron, she's like the beast tamer. She's like the thing that can like woo the Hulk back into dormancy. Like by just what does she say to him? Like sun's getting real low, buddy. Yeah, Uh, sun's getting real low, buddy. Which (laughs) which I only remember because of fucking because they made fun of it in Ragnarok, (laughs) which
2: was (laughs) which was genius. yeah, Yeah, it was good. Good
0: job, guys. But yeah, so like that just made no sense because when the movie ended, like that hadn't really been resolved. They had she had just kind of tabled that fear because aliens were invading new york uh-huh. and we needed to deal with that problem first before we're able to deal with my huge fear of my teammate here and yeah it it made no fucking sense at all that she would just Ugh, whatever ultron's <laughs> was so dumb <laughs> it's dumb see the thing is the thing is is that like i think those two characters could have had an interesting dynamic they could have like, really in a way that could have really mirrored tony and bruce mm-hmm. cuz tony and bruce like get along kind of like a house on fire yeah they're great because well, they're really like they. they have you know the straight man and the fool sort of energy where they just are two scientists and one of them's a goofball and one of them's like not yeah <laughs> I had had issues. We should maybe do a revisitation episode of Ultron because there's just so much in there. Ugh, I'd have to rewatch Ultron. We would. But like I said, it's frustrating because there are parts and segments of that movie that I actually quite enjoy. (laughs) Anyway. (gasps) Well, yes, Uh, Wanda and her Jewishness, basically.
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they don't. And I've seen some complaints about Elizabeth Olsen herself using the... G-word, which, apologies for anybody uh, who is offended, it, the word is gypsy. I had to
0: Google uh, it because
1: I didn't realize what people meant what by G-word G G word is. Okay. Yeah, they're, it is now being referenced as the G-word now, and I thought they yes. meant the G-spot for a second. I was real confused.
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> yes! why this is why censorship really needs to have limitations we can't just say the blank word because i don't know what that is i never
0: will
1: well and so apparently i have not looked into it i probably should but apparently elizabeth olsen instead of referring to wanda as being of a romani-like descent refers to it as gypsy and ah, not great. Apparently, she has been corrected and has continued to say it.
2: Um, oh, so that's that's really not great. Uh, <laughs> that's worse yeah. than not great.
1: <sighs> yeah, and I mean, I, like I said, I've only heard about it. I haven't actually looked it up to Clarify? fact check that one. Yeah. So. but yeah, the show ends in a very somber note. It's sad. Vision and her kids both disappear because they were fabrications she made up Mm -hmm. in her grief unintentionally chaos magic for a very like short run is most of her magic was acting without her knowing consent it was happening based on what she was feeling she reached this crescendo of grief she's standing on the lot that vision had bought her for them to grow old and together and she Mm. just collapses in anguish and then that's when the hex happens Gotcha. So when she finally tears down the hex after her big laser battle with Agatha...
0: <laughs> sure. Same, that they- is also how I process my grief. <laughs> <laughs> Yo.
1: They tuck the kids in and... She has this moment where she's just like, thank you for choosing me to be your mom. And it's very emotional. And they go downstairs and they have this moment where they talk about how the vision that she had inside the Hex was her love and the remnants of the Mind Stone that was in her from all the experimentation that Hydra did on her to make her have powers. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she's like holding his hand and he's disintegrating and the Hex Mm. is lifted and all of a sudden she's just standing in that empty plot of land again
2: alone cool i hate that and
1: she walks out into the town square and all the townspeople are there giving her the stink eye because she'd held them hostage for weeks now and they had this one moment where they're like you know when you allow us to sleep we dream your nightmares
0: Ooh, that's also a good line that's a really good night. Yeah,
1: she fucked up some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she kept the kids, like apparently in a dormant state, locked in their rooms where the parents couldn't get to them. Oh, because
0: <laughs> dear, yeah. So yeah. It, is, okay. it is like a mini House of M. Just instead of happening to the whole mm-hmm. world, it just happened to like a tiny neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it was it was kind of heartbreaking because this woman kind who of. in the first
1: episode is set up, her name is Dottie, uh, approaches her wanda like lifts her mind control off her realizing you know like no you're fine you're fine everybody calm down you're all fine and happy and Dottie comes up to her and she's just like my name is susan and i have a daughter and she could be friends with your boys or whatever storyline you want just please let
0: her come out of her room let me hold her and it's like dang oh my (laughs) god that's fucked up yeah that's (laughs) some like that's what i'm saying like that's some human drama that's not like yeah Space wizards drama. That's Whoa. some that's some human tension, which is my favorite part of superhero subgenre, whether it's comics or movies or whatever. So yeah, I think I definitely will give it a try. I just yeah, I need to be I need to process my own grief. We first. have we uh, Kelty and I personally have had some grief recently, so we held off on it. But I'm I am d- just gonna wait for Loki. I just want Loki <laughs> to go romping around the multiverse, <laughs> tricking people. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like the series,
1: I don't know if they're going to do a season two. I don't think they need to, personally. I'm not sure I want a season two. Of WandaVision? Of WandaVision, yeah. I think they expertly established how they're going to eventually fold in the Young Avengers. And uh, Marvel is going to be making these movies, and Disney's going to pump them out for generations until the sudden heat death of the universe. Yeah. So, I mean, there will be the next lineup. We've gotten rid of almost the entire old guard at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, Scarlet Witch is one of the the older I think the only one characters. left is I think it's Thor and Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're the OGs that are left. And I guess Hawkeye. I keep fucking forgetting that Hawkeye is happening um with Kate Bishop. Yeah. I want I want him
2: to leave and have Kate.
0: Well, so,
1: yeah, they're introducing Kate Bishop. Yeah. And Cassie Lang has a person cast, a new actress cast. So there's a lot of rumor and conjecture about her coming in.
2: Oh, why'd they change the Cassie Lang from the one who was in Endgame? She's blonde. Yeah, Yeah, okay.
0: (laughs) I, oh. That's why. That There you go. Boom.
2: (laughs) I like Cassie Lang, though. I don't like Scott. I mean, he's fine. In the movie, he's fine. He's fine. He's also fine in the comics. He's better than Hank Pym, but, mm-hmm. but. He's boring. Nobody cares about Scott Lang. But like, (laughs) Scott Lang doesn't even care about Scott Lang.
1: Even the Ant Man movies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. even the Ant
2: Man movies don't care about Scott Lang. The whole point of Scott Lang is that nobody really cares about him. And I
0: actually like this is coming from me who actually thought that Ant Man and the Wasp was one of the strongest Phase Three movies. Oh, absolutely, it was. Yeah. not expecting that. me either but because it, had, it had an interesting female villain who was not killed at the end of it and yeah yeah but but i like cassie my point is cassie's fun cassie's
2: cute and she's fun and her adventures are fun and kiki and it's cute stature stature is a cool superhero yeah or i guess they call her something
1: else sometimes too don't they call her like giantess or something stupid? Something
2: like that. Oh, hold on. Let me Google it. Uh... Uh, well, while you Google it. So, yeah,
1: we have Cassie Lang potentially getting introduced as like a superhero. Mm-hmm. And we have Kate Bishop being introduced. Miss Marvel's getting her own Disney Plus show. Yay! Uh, We now have Wiccan and Speed, because the boys do both have powers, even though they get disappeared. That's that's an actual storyline from the comics.
0: I love Wiccan. Yes, it is. I'm interested to see, being that they are owned by Disney now, and these Mm -hmm. movies cost a lot of money to make, and most of that money is recouped in overseas box office in China. And China has very specific laws about what sorts of international film and media can be shown and uh billy mm-hmm. Wicken, famously a young gay character in the Suitskicks. comics yep mm-hmm. uh one of the first and i'm just interested to see how disney is going to handle that i am too because i know that uh,
1: they had the first on screen like Oh God! Steve was in that support group, and he's talking to all the people who had lost people in the dusting.
0: Yes, right. Yeah, people who had been who had been dusted. Right. Yeah. See, the thing is, is because the line the guy says, like my husband or whatever, I don't know this for a fact, so I shouldn't claim it. But I would just, I would imagine that that is just changed to be wife yeah. in in countries where that is possibly a deterrent to one's box office results. Well, so
1: I know that they've done that for China before, though. They had, like, Tony Stark advertise
0: milk in one of the movies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they did. They also had a whole, like, subplot in Iron Man 3 that was actually cut out that had to do with the surgeon who finally removes the shrapnel from Tony's chest. He's a Chinese character and had a whole subplot that is in the Chinese version of the movie that is not in the other versions of the movie. Turns into ER for a minute. <laughs>
2: Cassie's aliases are Stature, Stinger, Ant Girl, and Giant Girl.
0: Giant, Giant Girl. Girl? Yes. That sounds oh. <laughs> that sounds like a kid. That does sound like a child coming up with their superhero name. Yeah,
1: yeah I... That's why I don't think Mephisto is going to be a character that comes up anytime soon. Yeah. I know a lot of people expected Mephisto, the devil, to show up in WandaVision. The literal devil, yeah. But China has censorship laws and uh, explicit depictions of Satan or the devil or something along that lines is Ghosts. Ghosts and demons. Yeah. So yeah, I'm interested for the setup. I'm interested to see... Because the very last scene in the show, the stinger is Wanda sitting on the porch of this little cabin at the base of a mountain overlooking a beautiful lake. And she's having a cup of tea and she goes inside to pour herself another cup. And then the camera one shot pans into the back room and it's her astral projecting reading the uh, Darkhold, the Book of the Damned, the magic book. Mm -hmm. Right. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you can hear the two boys scream for her screaming mom help and she like looks up and so i'm i'm sure the children's crusade is going to be a storyline that we will see within the next couple phases it is all being established actively <laughs> i loved wandavision uh it was it was good it was better than i thought it would be and i i recommend everybody watch it except for you too not right now
2: <laughs> thank you we'll get around <laughs> to it we promise
1: maybe maybe when the borders fucking finally open again <laughs>
2: Hooray! (laughs) Normal nerd news. Ah, nice normal
1: nerd news that doesn't involve me wanting to just walk into a lake fully clothed and screaming.
2: Yeah, same. Anyway, I think we talked about the thing. Yeah, I think we talked about the thing.
0: Yay!
1: Okay, well then, if y'all want to find us online, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at blissfully show a link to our youtube is there if you're watching us on youtube go ahead and give us a like punch that bell subscribe comment and tell me literally fucking that you hate jk rowling comment and tell me you hate jk rowling that's all i want my comments to be
2: yep (laughs) fuck jkr moving on
1: and Until next time, bye!
2: Bye! Bye
0: Bye-bye. Babe, you have not told me anything about the Pokemon Go Harry Potter game. I would have fucking paid attention. Mm.